the day Kobe gave my respect was the guys were complaining. So Shaq, Kobe's not passing the ball. I said, I'll talk to him. I said, Kobe, there's no iron team. And Kobe said, I know, but there's an ME in that. Welcome to Courtside Theory, guys. It is I, your host, Noel Dong, chatting to you from Moody AF, Portland, Oregon, where the coronavirus has officially landed and absolutely all the Purell is sold out in stores. Here with me to chat all things about basketball and explore the people, moments, and ideas shaping our culture today are my two co-hosts. On the absolute worst internet connection out of all of us here at Courtside Theory, calling in from Sydney, Australia, resident male model, it's a Lakers fan you just love to hate, it's Ho and Bunting. Ayo. Ayo. <laughs> uh, chatting in from our Melbourne studio, the three with absolutely no D, our hater in chief, Johan Carrasco. Do you know what I hate? What do you hate, man? You know, um, mobile phone, like cases or covers, the ones with the flaps. They're the worst, man. Like you go, oh, I'm going to take a photo. Oh, wait, let me open up the flap. And then you hold it, and it's awkward because the thing's hanging down and they can't take the photo holding the phone wrong. Like, that's what you get from getting a dumb, stupid case like that, man. Get off. All right. Uh, and we have a guest, uh, cheek to cheek with me on the mic in the Portland studio, Suicide Girl and Tiny House Owner, Katie, aka Teeth Suicide. Welcome to Courtside Theory, Katie. Thanks. I'm super excited to be here. Right, she'll be chatting to us on Garbage Time later about Suicide Girls and what it is like living in a tiny house. I've also shot a set with her that's on Suicide Girls 2. Um, if you subscribe to Suicide Girls, the set is titled, Who's the Fairest? That's her. Um, Katie, so you don't really follow basketball, do you? Not a ton. Um, but you're from Wisconsin originally? Yes. Yes, where we've got the Bucks. And I'm originally from Chicago, where we had then, God. Michael Jordan? <laughs> yes. That was all I was thinking, oh, was Michael okay. Jordan. I thought she ran out of stuff to say. <laughs> uh, so, you're, so you were, so would you say you're a Bulls fan then? Fairweather on- fan. I'm just going to hop on when they're doing well and be like, yeah, yeah, I knew that. I love them. <laughs> well, the Bucks are currently doing the better than the Bulls, so you should be on that bandwagon then i probably should be but then i'd have to like pay more attention which is just you know i'll i'll stick with i'm also a fairweather fan for the cubs i don't have to know anything that's going on the majority of the time because they don't do well the majority of the time so (laughs) it's just you know a little more low maintenance sports fan to be a chicago sports fan yeah johan likes the cubs right is that right no i don't go for the Cubs. i'll go for the dodgers man oh that's right Uh, (laughs) never mind (laughs) The only yeah. LA team he'll go for. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was going to say, can you name two current players on the Bucks? Just the guy that everybody loves. That was oh yeah, the guy that everybody loves. That was doing really Which well. He has a name? weird, What's name? weird name. What's his name? Oh man, didn't he get in a? A Hall of Fame something something? No. Yes. <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah. He could, he could, he could let her on. That's okay. No, no pressure. No pressure. I said two people, but I guess one's a bit of a stretch. The basketball. <laughs> the basketball the ref. player. 
<laughs> Two guys in the game. Real important. Yeah. So, so uh, probably Giannis she's talking about. Giannis, so we'll, I'll, yes. So we'll try. <laughs> I will try and like include her as much as we can during the basketball stuff, but uh, we'll see how we go. Um, so before we get too too into it, uh, I have an announcement to make. Uh, after lengthy process with U.S. immigration, Kim and I finally got our green cards in the mail and are officially Woo! immigrants to the United States. I can bag out America now on the podcast. Thank you. (laughs) No, not really. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to lose my green card status. Um, But more importantly, though, that means our travel restrictions to you outside the US have been lifted and we can travel home for Herwin and Cass's wedding. Yeah. Um, Guys, I can smell a courtside theory wedding special coming up. (laughs) So, uh, Jaron and I were joking slash serious on our WhatsApp courtside theory group chat about doing a special episode at the wedding. So, we'll see how we go. Um, I'm, I'm telling you now, man, with all the guys around, that's going to be a tough one. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, we might, might nix it all together. Just try it and then it'll probably lots of uh, penis jokes probably. Uh, <laughs> so, so knock on wood, the only thing that can stop us now is probably the coronavirus, uh, which is Ooh, nuts. Yeah. So, so uh, let's get into it with our scoreboard update. Uh, Herwin, um, Aaron Gordon saw that you didn't like his taco fall dunk and he said, <laughs> no points for you. The Orlando Magic defeated the No Kyrie, No Problem uh, Brooklyn Nets. Herwin has moved back to four points behind Johan on the scoreboard. Our next scoreboard game is the Pelicans at the Mavericks. Who have you got, H? I know. Who do I have? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I got Luca. Luca Magic. Luca, Luca Mavericks. <laughs> yeah. Well, Luca Magic. Luca Mavericks. Same yeah. thing. All right, uh, so don't forget, uh, sorry, so that obviously means Johan's got the Pelicans. Uh, so don't forget you can check out the score and, of course, what the loser wins at courtsidetheory.com slash scoreboard. All right, let's pop a recap in that ass and recap some basketball. Uh, let's talk beef. Guys, are we high or low on the Greek freak beard beef? Slow news, isn't it? Huh? Slow news? <laughs> I, I just think, yeah, I just think it's just dumb, man. I I got nothing. Yeah, they. I mean, it, I don't know. It's just. I think it's just part of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't think. Part of the game. I I don't yeah. think it's personal or anything like that. I just think that no. there's there was nothing to talk about, so they just jumped. Everyone just jumped onto that. So yeah, and then Giannis just dismissed it like really. Yeah. So, I just think it's trash talking. Nothing. Right. No big deal. I don't know. Well, I, I hope there's a beef because it makes it more interesting. Because one of them, yeah. one of them is really polarizing. The other one, I really well polarizing to me anyway, and the other I really like. So I wanna, I want there to be a really big. So the beef is real to me, and I want it to be a good game when they do match up. <laughs> and I reco- I wrote it down on the, I think it's the twenty fifth of March. That's when we're. It's when we're when I'm home. Though, <laughs> so <laughs> hopefully there's a good internet connection. I can actually watch the nah, bloody game. We're, we're in Sydney. No hope. <laughs> yeah. and they in sydney where it's the worst and yeah. oh man before and the day before that is actually that sixes timberwolves game so the rematch of the fight between oh uh, yeah Kat, oh. Kat and, and they're probably both Kat not gonna be playing yeah exactly they're probably both gonna yeah. be injured <laughs> yeah. yeah from fighting yeah. outside probably all right so do you so how are we how are you guys on Giannis lately like he's been a bit of a monster yeah, man. Uh, I think it's no-brainer is MVP. 
uh, is runaway leader. I don't think anyone can really catch him. Um, unless there's that narrative, of course, you know, LeBron fairy tale type scenario where he's like leading the league and assists at his age. Mm. Um, I guess carrying the torch from Kobe type of, you know, just the narrative. I, I, I think the narrative can is the only thing that can really beat him. But I, even then, I don't think it's possible to be honest i i think the narrative is very favorable it's yeah. it's what the nba is about like i mean if we think about it all these years lebron would have won i don't know five six seven in a row which he haven't mm. so the narrative is big on the nba so it doesn't matter whether we think Giannis is the mvp or lebron's the mvp or whoever else at, at the end of the day it comes down to narrative right but listening to a lot of the media as in the people that are voting all a mm. lot the majority of them have said like Giannis no brainer as in like runaway leader. Yeah. yeah that's for now. Thing too. Yeah. Of <laughs> yeah, course. yeah. Katie agrees. I could, I could, that was actually, wasn't me. That was Katie just relaying it to me to say that. So, oh, yeah. okay. she was, yeah. right. she was signing him in the, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> across the Pacific. Yeah. Um, well, Giannis's last game, he had 41 points, 20 rebounds and six assists. Yeah. Which is crazy. Man. So apparently they've been they haven't been that great against the Hornets, and this is the he was um, commenting afterwards like I can't remember which player it was that's not on the team anymore, and he said, "Oh yeah, it's that guy. That's the reason why I'm I've been losing to the Hornets so much." <laughs> I forgot his name. Some rando, oh. some rando guy is not on the team anymore. Um, I don't know, Malik Monk. <laughs> Malik oh, yeah. Monk is suspended. Yeah, he's suspended. <laughs> maybe well, maybe that was a joke. So, uh, I, don't <laughs> I don't know. Because um, he hit the game winner, right? Against someone. I don't know if it was the Bucks, though. I don't know. Yeah, we're clearly watching Charlotte <laughs> no, Hornets. No one, watches the, no one watches the Hornets. <laughs> have you been to Charlotte, Katie? Uh-uh. Okay. I was, I was thinking of an in for her, but she didn't have one. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, Anything good to say about Charlotte, maybe? I have an uncle there. That is all. Oh. Okay. Oh. Do you like this more uncle? than what we are? <laughs> he has, really. He's like a half uncle. He was adopted and we didn't know that he existed till the 90s. And then he was like, hey, my grandma. He didn't call her my grandma, but that's what I called her because <laughs> she was my grandma. I am your long lost son. And then they just became like regular family. Um, so he lives with his adoptive family in Charlotte. Does he like basketball? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I just say yes. Just, just yes, say yes. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. He's super like, into it. Uh, like they go for the Hornets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Front yeah, row yeah. tickets okay. every game. He's ticket, like, ticket show holders, me that yeah. orange orb. Oh yeah. <laughs> are you drinking a beer, Joanne? I, I am. I. Is it I usually cr- fast, but um, because of my meeting was so long at work and then um they had free food and I'm like, you know what, screw it, I'm cheating today. So I'm cheating and I'm having a beer. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I wish I knew I would have got one too. Yeah, um, I've got another one here for you. Oh thanks. Just pass it through the TV the screen. <laughs> um what? Um and also speaking of the hard and stuff anyway, the Rockets themselves have been continuing on their streak of wins. Have okay. you been to Houston? Uh, no, I've no. not been to Houston. That's a no as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, they have just defeated the Celtics at home. Um, Come on. They're still they're doing crazy well. Um, so... Yeah, but, but Harden threw his pants. 
Yeah, that's what I was actually going to lead to. I did see that. Speaking, well, this is, so this is actually something Katie knows about. You need to poop your pants for the, for her to turn her eyes towards you, um, to your crotch area. <laughs> so, um, speaking about games, yeah. So uh, James Harden apparently Paul pierced himself against the Celtics of all people, live on ESPN. So he got blocked by Daniel Tice so hard that he shat himself. We blocked the shit out of him, essentially. <laughs> so I got a lot of puns, but I'm not going to say them all because it's going to take forever. Um, so there was a notable skid mark on his shorts. It was spotted, it was spotted by an eagle-eyed mm. Redditor uh, user, Nyrox. Um, not me. I'm just pointing that out because I'm not, I'm not eagle-eyed enough to notice a, a poop stain on someone on the screen. I also don't have a hate, uh, 4K TV, so... Uh, apparently that's that's a reason why I don't see things like that. Um, reason to upgrade. Yeah. You can see all <laughs> actually, of the I have, body fluids. Yeah, I need to see all the <laughs> the skid marks. So I actually not because of this. I did we did order a 4K TV earlier this morning, but it wasn't because earlier of this. this morning. I think that the timing is impeccable here. Yeah, it just kind of yeah. it's, just, it's it's coincidental. There's no. <laughs> There's no, that was the best, I'm sorry, that was the best comment. Reason to upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. This so, is where you get sponsored by Best Buy or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then there's the, you can see all the poop on everything. <laughs> so, there's a, so there's a video of it where it was spotted and a screenshot of said stain on our website at courtsidetheory.com if you want to check out the where he sharded himself. Um now the, the internet comments are weird. They're all like explaining, like, "Well, it's technically not shit. It looks like it's wet. Maybe it's like a shot. It's not oh, really wow. a shit." And I'm like, "Don't get specific. It is there's poop in there." <laughs> so, um, yeah, maybe he has but you know, a rose but you know, disease. Oh, maybe that is that is. So maybe. we should feel sorry for him. Maybe this could be a great eye-opening thing to people who have diseases where they poop themselves all the time. Yeah, maybe it's more often <laughs> it than be, we think. It can be one of those commercials where he's like, "Oh, Pooping. hi, it's I'm James Harden." <laughs> <laughs> and I have Crohn's disease, <laughs> and he does. Yes. And he goes off and talks about the drugs. Um, but you know what's worse? Because all these players they wear compressions, so it would have gone through. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess it's yeah, yeah. yeah it didn't hold, it, didn't hold it in. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so how big? So that block was it was pretty massive. Then it just went through. The, it went through the compression shorts. <laughs> um, so okay his hesitation to get up was what what made me think that's a poo because he like kind of laid there and his eyes went i'm making my eyes really big right now (laughs) and you could just tell like there is something going through his head right now that is making him you know reluctant to stand up and then bam someone zooms in there's shit on your pants yes yes Actually, uh, it's funny enough, we are going to talk about poop later on in the podcast, but we'll, yes. we'll, we'll move. We'll move on. Yes, uh, yes. <laughs> this is the poop podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I was going to say, so Katie, you're originally from Wisconsin, like we mentioned. Yeah, there, bud. The heart of where is that? I guess you'd call it. Would you, would you call that area flyover country? <sighs> Maybe because te- I, I looked it up. I what? think of it as serial killer country, or. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, what's that? To the Driftless Zone, which is also comes from another famous murderer in Wisconsin. He murdered like a priest and his 
uh, wife, maybe. And he wrote this whole book about how this entire area of Wisconsin needs to be preserved as the driftless zone because it's one of the few areas in the country that was not covered by glaciers in the Ice Age. So you've got a lot of these natural rock formations that are in place, like the oldest granite, I think, in the U.S., if not the world, is in Wisconsin because it's in the driftless zone. So... So That's which... cooler than flyover country. Thank you. <laughs> and I was like, flyover country is that terminology they use for if you don't have a lot of international flights. Nothing that... worth stopping for. Yeah, I so guess. they don't really stop. But uh, yeah, right. If but you yeah, like obviously, cheese, which, you, which you don't because you're I vegan, yep. but like, <laughs> it doesn't work. <laughs> um, the only but... thing I can think of in Wisconsin is um, Happy Days and. That age, that seventy show, wrong. Oh, that seventy show, wrong decade. Jesus, yeah. It clearly no, because there it. wasn't that eighty show as well. By the way, it wasn't as popular, obviously. Yeah, I didn't yeah. even know there was an eighty show. Was there? Yeah. yeah, it made it all the way to Australia somehow. Yeah. So, I guess but straight to Australia. <laughs> They're like, this did not go over well. Yeah. We don't want to have a complete loss. Yeah. We'll give it to Australia and say, you guys get to see this brand new cool show before anybody else. Yeah. It never gets released anywhere you had a, else. You had a straight to DVD. There's straight to Australia, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it works on the terrible internet connection yeah. too. Yeah, it's a yeah. no, nah, no. Nah, sorry, gross. nothing works. Nothing works for Erwin. <laughs> Yeah, you can't. So I've never heard of it. Never heard of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I'll, I actually was going to say, but then based on what you said, it may not work anyway. But I was going to say, if you happen to be a millionaire basketball superstar who recently became a father, would you stay in Milwaukee? Um, and just say, right, you're going to be a free agent soon. Would you stay in Milwaukee or would you go somewhere else? I would absolutely <laughs> go somewhere else. <laughs> Milwaukee uh, is. Uh terrifying uh one time i was doing a shoot there and i kid you not like a nine-year-old boy smashed both of my friend's car windows in front of her on a bike and then looked inside the car found nothing of value which there wasn't and drove like biked off like we're all standing probably like a hundred feet away and we're like hey hey and he was so unimpressed and i get lost there a lot but i get lost a lot of places yeah, but I'll hold it against Milwaukee. So yeah, that's not that's not that's not their fault. It's your fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, Miller Park is pretty cool. Um, Miller Stadium, whatever for baseball, beautiful out there. Um, I, yeah, I I am trying to think of tourist points for Milwaukee. It is real hard. Uh, is a lake there? Is a there's some probably yeah, some museums. Yeah, there's a lake. So there's a museum. At my work. At my work, we sell Milwaukee tools. Oh, yeah. 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 So is that where really it comes from? (laughs) I I have a Milwaukee (laughs) drill myself. Nice. And I feel no pride towards Milwaukee for having this drill. I I see it and I'm like, yeah, that's that's a place in Wisconsin. But it's not like a swelling pride. That you should be proud of. I think there's better ones. I have the the turquoise (laughs) brand. Nah. Whatever one. Makita? Makita? Nah, nah, nah. Maybe. Nah. Milwaukee, yeah. Milwaukee all the kills way. Kills it. The Milwaukee all the way. <laughs> so the person from Wisconsin doesn't care much for it, and nah, nah. but you well, like they, it. No, nah. sorry, Milwaukee is the best. <laughs> hey, I just googled it. They have Frank Lloyd Wright's country home there. Yeah, Taliesin. I got to actually tour it because I had a friend oh, wow. who uh, went to that school that is now going to be defunct this year. They lost their accreditation, and I think turned more towards tourism than education. 
Um, but it was yeah, beautiful. Right. Uh, I went to this yeah. graduation ceremony, and all the food that they serve is stuff that they've grown on the proper the Frank Lloyd Wright property. Got to go on this really yeah. cool tour. Real fun in the middle of nowhere, That's Spring cool. Green, Wisconsin. Yes, sir. Um, yeah. Herwin has an architect degree, and he has interest yes. in architecture, obviously. So <clears throat> Frank Lloyd Wright. Yeah. Also, Herwin would go there. He'd, would mm. you, you play for the bus? Not just for one, not just one, for, just, just for one thing. Just but... to see this thing once. Now you can go to it every time you have an off day <laughs> in between training. Yeah, I'm at the Frank Lloyd. You know where to find me. Hey, uh, man, but you know what? If Milwaukee is going to pay me millions of dollars to play for them, I'd, I'd go anywhere. Nah, man. I just want to go to this Milwaukee Tools headquarters, man. <laughs> you can play with all the drills. <laughs> yeah. Brookfield, I, Wisconsin, apparently. Yeah, I, it's I honest, of Milwaukee. I, I honestly mm-hmm. hadn't even heard of these tools until you showed me what? that. What? Are you kidding me? They're everywhere. Yeah, never. Right man, right. they're like the most expensive tools in Australia, man. Everything's expensive in Australia. No, nah, I mean, it's like they're the, most, they're the highest quality ones. I'm just saying that because I worked, um, what do you call it, supplies it, but. Or stocks it, so I'm just oh, shout out cool. AWM, <laughs> Clayton. Some Milwaukee tools. Some some yeah. bias, some bias there. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> now we used to have um, Makita tools, and um, no, they weren't that great. When we got the Milwaukee stuff in, but this whole whole showroom just dedicated to Milwaukee. Oh, that's um, beautiful. Like yeah, you know, and um, nah, everyone was like, "Oh, you got Milwaukee now." So you know, the reaction was good. Nice. But some other stuff. They've got the Wisconsin's wonderful trails. They've got the house on the rock. I mean, there's some stuff. Nah. Devil's okay. Lake nah. is a beautiful <laughs> natural place. The house on the rock, I don't know. Overrated. Nah. Maybe Wisconsin Dells. The Wisconsin Dells. Uh, if you're ever if you've ever gone to some place where you're like, oh wow, this is so touristy and kitschy. Um, imagine an entire city like that. It's all indoor water parks. It's all souvenir oh, yeah. t-shirts. Like you go and every single store has the exact same tie-dyed random, I went to the Wisconsin Dells thing. But it's like, <laughs> you're like, how do any of these stay in business? Because you only stay in business if there's no competition for that kind of thing. But there's a bajillion stores and all of them are like, yeah, everybody wants to pay $40 for this commemorative hoodie. Um and that's the whole got, city. Got a lot Very of museums kitschy. there, though. Yeah, yeah there's there some cool lots museums. Of, lots of museums. I was actually there's museums thing. everywhere, though. Mm-hmm. Ah, but these are cool, man. Look at this. I'm just there's a lot of serial now. killers in Wisconsin. In the museum. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, Jeffrey Dean, Dahmer. Like, John yeah. Wayne Gacy, who is from Wisconsin but lived in Chicago. I have a friend whose ex-boyfriend was eaten by Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh, what? One degree of oh, separation. My God. Oh my god, that's two degrees of separation. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you guys are all we're, complicit now. We're all complicit. I have the green card. I could say that. No, I can't. Um, they're going to kick you out. They're, they're like kick me out because I'm complicit. So, so I'll visit Milwaukee. I was going to say, like, this actually went the opposite of what I expected. I thought Johan would be bagging them out, but I didn't realize oh, this, wait, this Milwaukee tools sort of <laughs> tangent just threw me for a bit so yeah. and uh and obviously katie was not really um supporting Milwaukee that much so <laughs> which is which i, I figured might happen because she moved here for a reason so um serial killers i didn't know about that but i've heard yeah. about i actually heard about those serial killers so that's mm-hmm. surprising um are they gonna be in um what was that show i was watching <laughs> mind Season hunters 
Manhunter, yeah. Is it going to be in season three? Manhunter. I don't know. I haven't watched season yeah. one yet. <laughs> there probably are some. I I feel like there's a lot of unknown serial killers in Wisconsin oh, too. Tons. Yeah. <laughs> I used to have a horse, and I boarded it at this barn, and a girl's body was found on the trails. It was so creepy. My horse was freaking out, so I didn't go on the trails. And then people were like, oh, I think there's a dead deer out there. It smells really bad. Two days later, swarming with cops. Someone's decomposing body. It has still not been figured out. And that was in like 2007. This is actually right up Johan's alley so, uh, with the serial killer stuff. All right, I know where I'm moving. Yeah, like, hey, man, where's, <laughs> where are the serial killers at? <laughs> They're all in Milwaukee um, mm-hmm. or Wisconsin. All right, that's a lot more. So there's there's poop and serial killers in this podcast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Listen in, hot topics. <laughs> I was thinking before because I was trying not to because I was because Johan was like always bagging out those cities like Detroit and have you been to Detroit? You were. You're saying why would you stay there if you if you're a no, basketball? Why no, would he you said go why there? would you live there? Why would you no, live I there? I was saying like. Eat. If you're going to choose from the three, I was just talking about D'Lo and those book now. Right. If you had to choose uh, the Bay Area. Those three cities, they yeah. chose the least favorable one, as in weather-wise. So these people, so I don't know, you obviously don't know these people. So, <laughs> um, so which where was it? So it was between Minnesota, Minnesota and Phoenix, 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 and San, uh, San Francisco. San Francisco. Yeah. So if you were to choose. Where would you rather... I mean, Which I is the worst place to stay out of the three? Is Phoenix, San opinion. Francisco, and what was the third one? Uh, Minnesota. Oh, um, ah, see? <laughs> I I think I'd probably go to San Francisco. I mean, Which is the worst one? The worst one is definitely Minnesota. I yeah, mean, there we go. See? I It's very cold. I got a speeding uh, ticket there once. Yeah. <laughs> There's the Mall of America. If you yeah, are a teenage girl, it. you're going to have the best time. Hmm. Is that still good though, even after all these years? Yeah. I mean, as far as I know, I haven't been there in many years because, you know, Uh, you go a couple of times and you're like, that was, I don't know if I ever need to go again. (laughs) Yeah. I I don't know if I'd go in general though. They have a log ride. Unless they send me for a game. A log ride. A log ride. Did they have it in? Somebody died on it. (laughs) Is everything, does every story you have result in someone dying? (laughs) (laughs) Legally, I can't answer that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so, but yeah, like I guess I mean out of those three cities, I'd go definitely. But, but Minnesota area, but is so is not a city though that it, that is a state. <laughs> if it was between San Francisco, Phoenix, oh, sorry, um, and Minnesota, Minneapolis, <laughs> Minneapolis, yeah, you have to go on the highway to go anywhere in Minneapolis. Like like if you go, that's what I recall mostly is being like, oh, this place is only a mile away. I have to go on like the highway to get there. Like, it's a, I don't know. It just seemed like a whole pain. Yeah, so it just sounds like a bit of work. And cold. And it's cold. Is that why you left Wisconsin? Yes, yes. I remember my favorite bar and brunch place was literally across the street from my house. And there would be days where I was like, I don't want to meet up with people. It is too cold to walk across the street. It's negative 30. I'm not like, Holy I don't want to walk. What's negative 30 in Celsius? Uh, no. Quick. <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah, I have sorry. Google, but I can't be bothered. <laughs> and you're making me Google it? <laughs> it's, it's minus 1.1. 1. 1. It's not too bad. That's 
Yeah, okay. Yeah. I guess it hits a point where uh, I think it's 30. Negative 30? Negative 30. What's freezing? Freezing's 32. Yeah. So So it's 60 62 degrees. I lived here for seven years, but I don't give a shit. I'm always saying stuff in Celsius. (laughs) It makes more sense. I mean, if I could have raised my brain with that metric system and yeah. Wow, this is doing great for the American listeners. Like just bagging out all the. You're supposed to defend everyone. <laughs> Let's talk about more basketball then. <laughs> Let's. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah, that thing went on a tangent, <laughs> which is fine. Um, Let's talk about the battle for the eighth seed in the West. Um, so currently, the Grizzlies are in eighth. The Pelicans, Spurs, and Kings are all three games behind them. And the Blazers are 3.5 behind. Um, the Pelicans jumped a bit, uh, actually. Yeah. Um, mm. so, Told you, man. They're coming strong, man. So how we, so if Zion happens to get them to the eighth seed, at least, are we mm. looking at, is he, def, is he definitely going to get that rookie of the year? I, I, I can't award it to him. If it was me voting, I I'll, even though if they make it, I don't. Is it, a, is it a how many games you've played sort of thing? Or what? Yeah, and John Morant was... at least half the season. Yeah, at least John Morant was borderline all-star as well. And if he's getting him close to the... You know, if he gets him to the playoffs or close to the playoffs, I think it's, um, you know, when they were thought... You know, I picked him to win, like, close to zero games pretty much. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't think... They'd I mean, they're doing a lot better, away. yeah. Way better than what I, th- what I thought. But even so. if even if Zion's averaging, like, 25 a game, 25 and, and 8... It's like... Um, Brogdon beating Embiid. Embiid was stats were way way better. Played like a quarter of the games. Brogdon yeah, played the full quarter. season and was yeah, like half true. the stats, but it was still the most impressive one if you were going to take Embiid out. And he played the full season, so you have to give it to Jamal. And same with last year as well. What's his face? Um, your your boy Trey Young. Yes, killed the second killed the second half. Second half. Yeah. Um, but still, Luca had the bigger body of work, so you give it to the guy that's done it more. Mm. Yeah, that's true. I don't know, but like um, before then, they weren't really in contention until he started playing, and then it's just suddenly yeah. it just skyrocketed up. So using that sort of uh, well, because you look at his stats, though you look you look at his stats that he's putting in the work that he's putting in um, every game. It's like over twenty and. Eight nine boards. It's he's just impressive. The presence, his presence is yeah ridiculous. I mean, he's like his second jump is just stupid. Like he's bullying grown men, and he's what in his teens. It's mm. it's really unfair. It's like it's like a young Herwin. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say Charles Barkley. Oh, <laughs> I, I actually think um I actually think Zion reminds me of Shaq. If anything. Really? Uh, it re- yeah. really reminds me of Barkley to me. Really? Especially the passing as well. For me, it's Shaq, like his dominance, like inside the paint. Like you just can't you can't move him, you can't beat him, you just sort of hope he sort of misses and then try and out jump him, which you can't. Like Yeah, you can't. And he's so wide. Yeah. Like you can't yeah, you can't really jump over him because his his width. Yeah. Um but yeah, I think I think Zion would be. I think he should get the rookie if they get. If Look, they get I wouldn't be surprised if he did though, and I wouldn't yeah. be against it Cause, either. Because narrative, yeah. narrative, well. narrative. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Have you been to New Orleans? Just chuck yes, I have. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. I ding, ding. love yes. it. <laughs> did, you, did you have the um, hand grenade? I did not have a hand grenade. <sighs> but I did go to like this, you know, there's like margaritas everywhere. Right. And they've got open carry. You can op- open carry alcoholic drinks. So like you go to a bar. When I said, when I said open carry, I was like, that sounds the, like the gun Oh, thing, no, so yeah. When I said that, I immediately was like, oh, they probably <laughs> think guns. But yeah. I mean booze. Um, open uh, no. container. Yeah, open word. container. So you yeah. go to a bar and they will give you a to-go cup for your drink and you can oh. carry it on up to the next bar. So, yeah, I looked into mm-hmm. it because I I didn't know that when I, we went there. Uh-huh. So when they gave it to us, they're like, oh, do you want – because we had like a punch or something at this restaurant. Uh-huh. And they were like, oh, do you want to, Do you want one to go? Because you've had a – like because we – I like the drink. So they're mm-hmm. like, oh, uh-huh. do you want one to go? And I'm like, you can do that. Like, right. so, and then you walk outside, and all these people are just wandering around with cups. Yeah. I'm like, oh, they're all got alcohol. <laughs> like, shit. Yeah, but such an easy, public right. urination, big bad deal. You get in huge trouble if you pee in public in yeah. New Orleans. Because there, there's a, I guess there's a correlation between open containers and pissing a lot. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. So DUIs, not a big deal. Public urination, you're locked up for life. Just kidding. I don't know if that's the actual. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> she's clearly an expert. In that. Man, I don't want to go. I don't want to go there again anymore. <laughs> Actually, if that was a city that, if I happened to be uh, like of that status with the basketball, then New Orleans, I would definitely. I'd live there. Yeah, I, I like. I freaking love that city. Yeah. yeah. I felt so. I mean, I guess that's why it's difficult for me. Is I would. A, oh. I would gain so much weight there. But like, <laughs> I was just watching Herwin's video and I, I thought the picture behind him was moving. I got really scared, yeah. but you were just moving your camera. Oh, yeah. oh okay. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. So there's ghosts on the podcast too. What else? Yeah. Is, what else is going on? We've got um, a great guest here. It's a ghost. They're not going to be contributing unless they want to. <laughs> Why do they sound like that? <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Going on there. So, uh, so there's a Pelicans, Spurs. Um, they're my team, but I'm I'm not sure about their chances still, despite being about same uh, distance apart from there at the moment as the Kings and the Pelicans. Um, do you? I, I think the Pelicans and the Blazers are the realistic ones for me that have a chance of knocking them out. Yeah, I think out. so. Kings are so uh, hit or miss at the moment, and yeah. they're, they're up there because they beat. But they've been playing. Yeah, they've been playing really good though. The Kings. Yeah, mm. recently. Uh, but, but yeah, uh, I, don't I think, think, I'll I think be able Pelicans to or the Blazers, and yeah, yeah. I, I I I want New Orleans to to get there. It'd be yeah, cool to face see. off yep. Lakers and then knock Lakers off. That'd be amazing. No, no, <laughs> no chance, man. Did you watch today's <laughs> game? Did you yeah, watch today's game? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I hope I hope that's just fake. <laughs> I, hope that's, I, don't, I hope that's they're giving him a false sense of security. Yeah, yeah, Zion was yeah. um. It's like Kuzma wasn't even there. It was like that uh, that dunk. He just kind of went like that, and it just like Kuzma was like it's like he was transparent or something. <laughs> like he he didn't affect anything. It's like so. he was he just has great a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got a great positioning, and um, he just I don't know. He just reads plays really well. Um, yeah. for someone so young um in the league, he just knows you know where to be and. Where to catch the ball? He plays to his strength really well. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, he should be an All Star next year. He has to be. Yeah, mm. I mean, yeah. It, he and, if uh, he played the full season, he would have been yeah. All Star this year. So yeah, easily. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, the votes, the voting would have been through the roof 
Oh, 100%. Yeah, so you wouldn't, you wouldn't, so Blazers, Pelicans, you think are most likely, but who would Mm -hmm. you, so you would prefer the Pelicans if you were to choose one of those? I prefer the Pelicans. The more exciting to watch. Like, I've actually been going out of my way. Oh, you know, oh, you know, there's Mm. a Pelicans game. I'm actually going to watch this one. So, yeah, same. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, what's not what's not to like? I mean, you got Lonzo Ball. Um, they're all young stars: Josh Hart, Brendan Ingram, Zion Williams. I mean, they're all exciting, up and coming. So it's yeah. cool to see. I mean, uh, the Homer in me wants the Blazers. I mean, at the same time, I want to be able to watch some good basketball. So because um, I feel like the, if the Blazers get in, they're going to just get destroyed. So um, unless they manage to get some guys back from injury, but it doesn't look like that's going to happen. Um, well, I read somewhere that Nurkic was on the verge of getting back. but I've been saying um, it's been like on the but court. Then he re-injured, re-injured himself, so his his timeline got pushed back. Oh, bloody hell. So, yeah, he um, he came back. Plus, it was a, that leg injury was horrible, man. So I don't think no, it'll be like a year season. or two. Yeah. It's season. I reckon even next year he wouldn't be 100%. It mm. takes a couple of years to get over that type of injury. Mm. It's kind of disgusting. And for for the Lakers, I'm I'm actually hoping that New Orleans not Blazers because I I just can't predict um, Dame Lillard. I'm so scared of him. I don't. <laughs> when he comes down to a tight game, I just you just yeah. He's he's like a Damn he's a he's, now, he's a clutch now player. So, Blazers yeah. to to get him. <laughs> no, no, you can't do it. <laughs> you can't change your mind now. Um, do you uh, do you know Damian Lillard? Yes. Oh, you do. I recognize the name. I think he did Hulu ads. Yes. Oh, he did too. Yes. Hulu, Hulu has live sports, yes. Um, and he's like, the money. Yeah, um, he's like, I would never sell out any yeah. ads. Nice. <laughs> so she knows more than me because I've never seen that ad. Well, I think oh, yeah. that they're well, probably it's, uh, very regional. It's in the US and you guys don't have Hulu <laughs> yeah. either. So um, Hulu's owned by Disney now, I think. Yeah. They bought out a stake in it. and they Something like that. Apparently they well, cleared house. When they Isn't there like it. a deal with Disney Plus for you guys? So you get Hulu and um, yeah. ESPN Plus. Yeah, 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 you get ESPN, Disney, and Plus, yeah. and uh, the other shit. Um, Hulu. Yeah. I get that. I get Hulu for free anyway. I like. I've yeah, said, it's like twelve. It's like twelve bucks over there as well for Hulu. Oh no, for um, yeah. oh, for the pack for yeah. you guys. What? Yeah, look at that. Our great deal. Just yeah, that's just like eighteen bucks. bucks for one I have channel. All of them, yeah. and I just mooch off at different people. None of them are actually my subscription. Whoa! Oh, you're one of them. You're one of them. <laughs> Look, I provide my <gasps> anything that I have. Also, we're all just great friends that share things. Uh, and by great friends, I mean my mom also. <laughs> you can be friends with your mom. <laughs> That's okay. You want her Disney Plus login? She never uses it. <laughs> yeah. So, you, so do you have an Amazon? Do you have your own Amazon account then? Yes. Okay. I do. Because otherwise, it's just shipping. I am an some... adult in that regard. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even have that. Because Amazon here is not that great, man, to be honest. No, it's not. Yeah, it sucks. Jeff Bezos, it's crap in Australia. <laughs> no, in the Go end, on, it, it, it it's just market presence. I don't give a shit about you. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to be there. Yeah. Um, I must That's say that. Yeah, I must say though the um, I actually quite like the uh, the show lineup on Amazon Prime. It's actually got some really good ones. So that and you got good anime good now as well. Yeah, there's they actually got their own anime. anime. Yeah, if, yeah. If I was like, that. I was because I was looking up um, like a list. Like I was, I was trying to find so a new show to watch. Blade of the Immortal, and then I was I looking think. up. Yeah, 
I was looking up like a list of like the the best of 2019, and like half of them were Amazon Prime ones. I'm like, oh man, I've already got Anime Lab and Crunchyroll. I don't want to have to get Amazon Prime no, have, as well. You have to. <laughs> no, I have and to. it's probably in 4K too, <laughs> so you better get it. Oh, far out. Yeah. Um, yeah, because Herwin's all about anime. He's clearly can join yeah. in on this conversation. <laughs> um, and Katie, do you watch anime? Um, I watch Studio Ghibli, which I feel like, and Miyazaki films, which uh, I feel like are not, got, you know, I yeah, those are, you know, I, I feel yeah. like, I, know, I think not I me. said that before. I don't know. I feel like uh, if there's a diehard anime fan, they'd be like, that doesn't count. Yeah, I, that's so, why I agree. So, no, so that's well, why I'm I, like saying it with. I reckon they're good though. Yeah, they're really uh, good. Netflix they're really bought good. them though. No, Netflix has a deal with them at the moment. Yes, but they're not available in the yeah. US on Netflix, which oh. is the thing that sucks. Yeah, you remember that? I, I sent a link and I was like, fuck this shit. I don't yeah. get it. Because oh, <laughs> so. they've just all started appearing now. But I've got them all, like, i got, like, maybe oh, 10 here. of them on Blu-ray, though. So, if yeah. Yeah, I they're good. I like the Studio Ghibli ones. The Ghibli's. Ghibli's. The Ghibli's. They're good. Um, yeah. <clears throat> How did we get here? I can't remember. I, I don't know. <laughs> You're I ask myself that constantly. <laughs> All right. Speaking of technology anyway, uh, did you guys yeah. see that the Sacramento Kings, um, their stadium, um, I think it's called Golden One or something. Yeah. Um, so they have a, a drinking device called Nina and that lets you, um, that sits on the like the top of a bottle. And like you type in, you go into an app. Like So, they, so basically they're in the, um, the suites and stuff where all the rich people are or corporate people. Mm. And instead yeah. of having a server, there's like all these bottles on the table and you just go on your tablet, the tablet there, and you just order your drink and then you just pour from the bottle and it pours out the correct amount what? for the drink. Which is high tech. So it's high tech. Apparently that's like how <laughs> a lot of Sacramento Kings, um, their, their, their stadium tries to draw in more fans yeah, or people so that they come. just focused more on their basketball did yeah. do way better than that <laughs> if they had a good i mean uh, they technically have a Shots good team fired. it's just kind of weird um so it's interesting They're just um, injured but yeah, yeah. I, I don't know it, it just looks like a really weird like black sort of device on top of the uh, like a like a stopper what if you um, order something ridiculous you're like i would like a hot chocolate with a sprinkle of cinnamon and it just Comes well, out of the it's, black box. Well, it's probably a, what, what you can choose from yeah. on the tablets. <laughs> I hate it. It's probably just a soda stream. It's just like you can have Coke or Coke with cherry or vanilla. <laughs> oh, yeah. They do have those machines where yeah. They, yeah, yeah. they mix it for you. But no hot chocolate. No. I don't think – I mean, I just thought it was interesting. Um, but um, I just removed – I guess they're trying to save money on servers. So there's Well, not, like, don't they have that. those um, – there's that machine. I always hear it on the Bill Simmons – podcast as well the um when it does the ads there's it's like an espresso machine but martinis it's like i don't know about that one espresso machine type like where you put a pod oh yeah oh. yeah I but it, have... but it does like drinks like alcoholic beverages oh. instead yeah cocktails and whatnot i i mean i i personally like making them myself but i, don't, I feel like I, it'd I, be I really it save some time if difficult. there's a party i guess but yeah i feel yeah. like that would just be for like the lazy alcoholic or the party <laughs> or the the host type. But I feel like more often it would just be like, oh, it'd be a sad, it'd be a sad commercial. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it'd be a sad commercial. Yeah. I mean, uh, at the same time, if they want us to sponsor them, like, we can, they can sponsor us. We can, I can talk about that all day. <laughs> like uh, we, we can make a sad commercial. Uh, we can sound sad. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh. 
Aww, little buddy Aww. wants a cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I just thought it was an interesting aside. Uh, mm. I hope they get better at basketball. But at the same, I thought, the other thing was uh, the complaint about that was um, because they're removing people out of the equation. They're like removing jobs out of the stadium. Mm. So they, ideally, they most people would want people to have jobs. So um, robots are taking over already in the stadium. Oh, yeah, big time, man. Um, uh, Terminator, haven't you watched that movie? Yeah. <laughs> They're not making any more, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the Jazz and Sixes suck currently, mm-hmm. uh, despite mm. us being so high of them initially. You've been to Salt Lake City, haven't you, Kate? <laughs> yes, I've actually even been to a Utah Jazz game. It was the Whoa. weirdest sporting event I have <laughs> ever been to. Why is that? Um, I feel like everybody that goes there, as you might know, Utah has a large LDS or Mormon community, the majority of the people. I was in boarding school in Utah when I went to this game, and I feel like everybody that was there was incapable of expressing their emotions in any way, shape, or form except for anger, wrath, ball. And it was just like all these very – they seem very mild-mannered and polite and well-dressed people, but then they start playing and they're just – like screaming and screaming non like there was the guy behind me and i feel like he he literally did not stop yelling at the ref the entire game like like the ref can't hear you and the ref doesn't care but he doesn't stop like the entire game he's like blur blind like just going 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 the whole time and i felt like the majority of the crowd was like that and it was just and then you walk away and everyone's very like blessed and calm but during the during it they're screaming That's and yelling and full of anger it was i watched the crowd more than i watched the game because i was just so fascinated and creeped out maybe that's the outlet of letting that's exactly it they're allowed no other outlet and they're like <laughs> man i've had a terrible week i gotta go to a jazz game so i can jazz scream game, yeah. <laughs> scream at some like african-americans like <laughs> no it's go utah on. it's yeah. it's very white yeah. Um, okay. I mean, were, they, like, were they racist at all? Like, did they I make didn't any ask them. Comments? I didn't. A- I didn't. I wasn't like, "Hey, pal, you seem to be yelling a lot <laughs> at people were... of color. Are you are you a little bit racist, perhaps?" <laughs> but it just didn't really come up in conversation. From a white person to a yeah. white person, we just between us. Are you racist? <laughs> just between us, I've got like a microphone. I'm like, just between I'm us. A, I'm, are a, you I'm racist? a white lady from Wisconsin. <laughs> you, you can, can tell, tell me, me anything. Um, so. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. My experience was. Oh, well, sorry. in Wisconsin. They've been there. Um, Utah was that um, on Sundays. All the restaurants are fucking closed. Yes, only Panda Express is open. Oh, except for uh, like um, like junk food joints. So I didn't even know that when we went there, and yeah. I was like, "What the?" Totally shut down. Kim and I were ready to like go to a, like a, at least maybe a decent restaurant, and I was looking on Google Maps and like everything. Nothing. It's like why is everything closed? And then I texted my friend who's from Utah. He was like, oh, yeah, yeah, everything's closed, man. All the Mormons, <laughs> they, they influenced the legislature there. And I was like, oh, yeah, good to know. I wish I knew that before. But I mean, most of the time we were, we were road tripping and we weren't really trying to settle, find a, like a decent restaurant. It's just like whatever we can get, we can get. Or we, um, That's the entire state? Yeah, the whole state. For the entire state? Yep. Wow. Mm-hmm. So like anywhere you go. Wow. I don't know why, though. Where we're in, when we're in Moab, the... Um, Every Mexican restaurant was open Christmas Eve and on Christmas Day. 
Like the like the Mexicans don't give a shit. I don't know. They're probably uh, like props to we them have though. no I, I, competition if we're open these that's days. That's a great text mix yeah. I had. But like, but like, um, it was interesting that it wasn't the Chinese joint that was open. They were closed on Christmas Day. It was the Mexican joint. It's like the opposite of what I I expected. <laughs> so, it was interesting because like I, I figured like a lot of Hispanic culture tends to be like Catholic or something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, religious. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, mean, I don't want to stereotype. I don't. I don't really know. But from what I've money is money. Seen, if you're open and nobody else is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, how do we get here? <laughs> we're on ten. Uh, the Sacramento Kings with their pouring machine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're so um. Also, the Sixers suck. So mm. the Jazz. So we were talking about earlier, like oh, that's right. Jazz and Sixers sucking. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we talked about how. So they recently put Conley on the, like he's on the starters. Is he still yep. on the starters? And then they moved. Yeah, they were, they were benching him. Um, they released a statement, but then yeah. they they benched, changed their minds. Um, Ingles, yeah, yeah. Ingles. They even told the players we're benching Conley, and then oh no no wait wait no nah, we're benching yeah. Jingles. Jingles, yeah. They're yeah. playing. They tra- they think they're playing forty chess, but they're actually playing Monopoly. <laughs> like they're playing the wrong mm. game. They um mm-hmm. yeah, but they benched our boy Jingles, so I feel like he would Jingles feels like he'd be better on the starting lineup, right? Oh they played better with him. Remember they went on that run? Yeah. When Conley got injured and he got moved into the starting lineup. They played way better with him. So I'm trying to figure out what so. they're what they're meant to, what they're thinking about when they put him on. Well, there. they did like, pay that Royce O'Neill guy, remember we didn't know who he was? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, instead he started. So hey man, we paid this guy millions of bucks, we better be starting him instead of Jingles. Exactly. They're trying uh, to yeah. just justify the amount they're spending. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It doesn't make sense because it's not resulting in anything. So. Mm. And the Sixers are, well, I guess Embiid was injured for a while and then now Simmons. Um, and then they're Embiid again. Embiid again. Embiid again, yeah. So they're without <laughs> the two stars. But, you know, Shake Milton's playing all right. Oh, Shake, Milkshake Milton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah milkshake. The G League. Milkshake. Guy. What do you get? Like thirty nine. He got thirty nine points 39. against the Clippers. Yeah, I picked him up um, this morning, and that oh, didn't on count. Fantasy? Not that I had a chance anyway. Yeah, on fantasy. Yeah, oh. I picked him up this morning, but it didn't count for today's game. So, oh, is but that, you know, is that like a I cool think... down period or something. There's a waiver uh, period. Yeah, there's a oh, waiver okay. period. But um, yeah, I think he's gonna do well in the next couple of weeks, given that Simmons is injured, and you know, he's got some court time, a lot of court time. Um, to prove himself, but um, yeah, without Embiid and Simmons, you dare, I dare say that Sixers will struggle unless they're playing really bad teams like Golden State or. So who, do you, who do you have to get through the finals in um, the East? Man, Boston, man. You reckon? Man, Tatum's uh, been playing it. out of his mind lately. Oh, he has. It's like he's just. It's like he's just figured something out. Oh, hang on, I'm actually pretty good. Yeah, Let me and that's what he's been doing lately. And I, they can't stop him against the Lakers. Man, they were like triple teaming him. Like as soon as he crossed the um, half court, they couldn't stop him. You know Until, why? Like, you know what? why? It's Mamba mentality. That's oh. why. <laughs> why doesn't everyone have that then? <laughs> like <laughs> everyone was affected by the same thing. Um, I was gonna like for me, it's the Bucks. Um, I yeah, I'd finals. say the Bucks. I, I think it's it's your team. But, yeah. It's your uh, hang on, team, uh, Katie. I know that place. Yeah, <laughs> she's been there. We haven't. Um, uh, 
So, so um, maybe I'm the true all, fan. I still reckon, though, Sixers healthy in playoffs where it's all slowed down. For some reason, I just keep thinking it's going to be so hard to beat them. And that they're always going to have a chance. My my theory, I just is feel to that. go against whatever Johan says because yeah. at the start of the season, everything that he said has I've been wrong. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh no, but then um, sorry, Joe, <laughs> but it's hey, true. I've got the Spurs thing right so far. Yeah, I was gonna say that Spurs <laughs> thing is my, my team. What Spurs? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You um, said they're gonna fall out. True, true. You said like it's their it's their time, but it hasn't yeah. happened yet. We're still. Actually, you, you also did say that the Blazers as well. You did say that this is yep. their year that they're gonna. Yep. You had yeah, maybe two out of about a hundred predictions. <laughs> two so. out of two out of thirty. 30 two out of thirty. Hey, <laughs> and I said Golden State weren't going to be that good as well. Yeah, that's because Curry's that, injured. That's before the injury too. Yeah, true. Right. Yeah, not this bad. No one expected them to be. Yeah, that I didn't bad. think it was this bad, but I I thought they were going to struggle for playoffs. Yeah, no, not this bad. Your real uh, Johan Stradamus right there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for, for like for like maybe like a tenth of the teams. Yeah. I know, but the, the big <laughs> but you but you gotta make a really big deal out of when you get it right. <laughs> so uh, when you uh, when you get it wrong, you're just quiet. You don't say anything. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. You gotta that. be like Lavabo. <laughs> yeah. Speak it into existence. Yeah, yeah. speak into existence. <laughs> you know you, you know lovable. Mm-mm. Oh, lovable. you're not. You're lovable. not. <laughs> lovable. Lovable. Uh, also known as lovable. Lovable. <laughs> I know because you're nodding. I thought, oh, she probably knows, aren't uh-uh. she? Yeah, and she doesn't. I big, don't. big baller brand. What? Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> what? Triple <laughs> <laughs> right. So uh, the other bit of news that I thought was interesting was Lakers are working out Dion Waiters. On Monday, oh which is now yes, please, please. later today. Well, why? I'm not that desperate, man. Like, you you need a guard, though. To be honest, you guys do need a guard. Yeah, Pretty not bad. waiters. Not Pre- waiters. Please, please be waiters. So, um, just so you know, Katie, uh, this Dion Waiters guy used to play for Miami Heat. And it's, there was this one instance where he was on a plane to, I can't remember what it was, Phoenix, probably. And apparently he smoked some weird joint and it, he, it knocked him out on the flight. So I thought it was edibles. Oh, edibles? Nice. Oh, I thought it was like Oh, no, edibles. I think it might have been yeah. edibles. But yeah, I think uh, on our previous podcast, um, Mary, she was she said, like, that do- like that doesn't happen with that. Like, he might have taken something else. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Because yeah. if you knock the fuck out, like, how strong yeah. is it? Slash, is that even possible? You can get sleepy, mm. but not like, not, you know. You can't yeah. wake them up. Like, is it, but is it possible? I, I clearly don't have. I've, I've only had like maybe one hash cookie in my I lifetime. I've eaten but, many. But that, that's Expert. the other well experience. Expert. So, Expert. Could you eat Expert so, level? But could you eat so many that it knocks you out? You could eat so many that you would be very tired and fall asleep. But it'd be like. Would it be hard? For someone to wake you up, I unless you're like a crazy heavy sleeper sleeper naturally, and you're already difficult to wake up. I feel like it wouldn't be like a. I mean, it could happen then. The, it is possible. It's in a realm it's, of possibility. It's, it's in a realm. I. I the only time that I have ever eaten too many edibles, I had difficulty standing because my balance was just off, and I was like, "Huh, this is uncomfortable. I think I'll go to bed." And I went to bed and woke up the next day like normal with my alarm. And that was like a crazy, that was like medical amounts. 
And that's What it. are we talking about? How many cookies? Like yes. five, ten? Well, it's not how many. It's like the milligrams because you could have crappy oh. stuff that has very low dose. She said milligrams. <laughs> yeah. The metric system. Oh, sorry, go on. That's how they're measured. Um, so that would be like the amount that I had that would make me, I was, I was eating shavings from medical chocolate and they were like, oh, these are probably, the story is always, you know, oh, those are probably not much in there. So I was just like, yum, 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 yum. And then, um, (laughs) and then was just like a little uncomfortable and went to bed. Um, but from my professional opinion, I also used to work for an edibles business too, so I'll add that in, even more professional. Um, I think it would be very difficult to be knocked out to the point where you wouldn't be able to be revived, like, or woken up. I say revived like you're mm. dead. Unless that's already how you are when you sleep. Then, sure, yeah. Sounds that sounds, that sounds like me. <laughs> I would totally be like that. Yeah. You can't wake me up. They're like, how much did you take, Nolan? You're like, nothing. I, I, I didn't even. <laughs> I had I, a good glass of water. I had some noodles. <laughs> I couldn't really. I just like, passed And a out. glass of milk. A glass of milk. A glass of milk. Um, glass. Sorry. <laughs> So I just, I'm just thinking, like, if they get Dion Waiters, what's next? J.R. Smith? Yeah, please. Please. Oh, man. They are, are going to try and work him out. Man. They are? Yeah. Well, just there were there. reports. There were reports that they're going to try and work out J.R. Smith because he's he's obviously trying still staying in shape and shooting and stuff with um, Brickley, the um, he NBA. He also smokes weed. Yeah. <sighs> J.R. Smith, not nothing. So, yeah. <laughs> J.R. Smith. It's, it's illegal in um, Australia. <laughs> But yeah, we'll, we'll see, man. I mean, I think Lakers. I don't think Lakers have many spots left, right? On their roster. Yeah, I think you guys just um, wave Troy Daniels. Yeah, no, no, there you go. That's well, why. That was why um, that's I don't why understand why you waved are... him. He's, he was decent. Yeah, nah, because they're trying to ruin it. For Bloody idiots! <laughs> Bloody hell. Troy Daniels is good. Yeah. All right, us. So the Lakers are gambling with J.R. Smith or Dion Waiters. Speaking of gambling, let's talk about Herwin and Johan gambling away their hard-earned cash in. So this is where Johan and Herwin discuss their five-dollar bets on NBA games. If they get them all right, they get multi-ball and win big. But if not, they can't buy the equivalent of a 78th of a cause share companion figure in grey that Kim and I copped earlier this week, including shipping. <laughs> I'm looking forward to getting that thing. Um, of course, as per usual, I'll be the one gambling responsibly. Do you partake in gambling at all, Katie? Uh, sometimes I bet on horse races, but I never actually, I should really put money on it. I usually just am like, that horse is going to win. And I, I base my decisions on great qualifiers. Like, I like their socks and I like the name. This one sounds time, like what they do. Yes. I yeah, bet that's on what we do. <laughs> I remember the name this, is what um, does it. Yeah. I was I was watching this race once, and there were a whole bunch of horses, and they got to the one that's name was Panty Raid, and I was like, "That one's the winner. Guess who won? Panty Raid." Oh. <laughs> well, you can pick them at least. Oh, let's see. I go by name, and I lose every time. <laughs> yeah. So, um, how did your bets go this week, Owen? Yeah, yeah no, I got nothing to say, man. Like I, I'm losing money. <laughs> 2020 has not been good to me. Um, That's yeah. been good to a lot of people in general. So. 
Um, so, so, uh, Johan, how'd you go? Multiball! Multiball! <laughs> it was actually right. pretty good for me. Yeah. I didn't do the games, I did a player one. So, I, so remember that um, meme I was talking about? Um, that you tried no, to describe no, and no one understands. I tried oh, to describe, describe it, it now. Like, <laughs> oh, man. So, it's like, chase your losses, they can't run forever. That's what it was. Oh, yeah. No, so yeah. I did I did a, um, a bet prior to that. What was it? Here it is. It was a player bet. So it was Bradley Beal to score over 32, Joel and B to score over 27, Collins to score over 20, Westbrook to score over 29, Doncic to score over 27. It was failing big time. And I was like, man, I got to put one on on the... On the Celtics versus, uh, on you know, on two games that were left, it was um, Phoenix and Clippers versus. Oh, Clip, yeah, ugh, can't even speak. The Suns and Clippers, and the other one was the Celtics and Jazz. I'm like, man, I'm just gonna do a quick play one, not think too much. Let's do Rubio assists, Aiden rebounds, Tatum points, Donovan Mitchell assists, Donovan Mitchell points, and it got up. Yeah, it was right. it was that much. Yeah. How many how many um, bets do you put on a day, man? Well, I didn't do games. Today, I didn't do it. I actually did one. Um, but I just felt I was really angry at the one because it seemed easy. Like uh, the one previous to it, I was like, I can't believe Embiid got injured straight away. And that really angered me because it was the one where Embiid hurt his shoulder straight away. First, first what, five minutes or something. I was like, are you kidding me? It's dead already. And I'm like, that's it. So let's, I'm going to block out a spot. I'm going to do the last two games. Yeah, and it, it got up. So... 150 bucks, pretty much. Okay, I was gonna ask how much. Nice. And how much did you lose before then? Probably more than that. <laughs> yeah, no, no. You're technically it's over, though. Probably because... close. Yeah, I'm yeah. still way above the investment. Investment. Yeah. Investment. Um, it's not gambling, it's investments. <laughs> yeah. Lots of small it's little investment. investments. Yeah. So, yeah. But it was funny because as soon as I won, like I put money away, like the 100 bucks. And then um, had like fifty bucks to play with, and I was like, went overzealous of that bet, 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 bet. And then awesome. now it's like almost, almost zero. I've got like ten bucks left. No more, <laughs> no more League of Legend bets, I assume. No. Nah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, I, I did. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So no, yeah, I, I actually put like a couple of the other night League of Legends, and I, I go, nah. I just, I got a new strategy. If it's if it's more than a dollar thirty, as in like their their odds, I'm not placing a bet. So I do I did the heaps of League of Legends ones all under a dollar thirty. It's like a dollar fourteen if it, you know. Like really you mean the low difference? The difference. Yeah, the different. yeah okay, like yeah, so like yeah. like a dollar six. Like so the super favorite, right? Yeah. And then it was like fifteen legs, and this was yesterday, I think, or the day before. Mm. Fifteen yeah. legs, and man, the dollar f- one favorite it was a dollar fourteen loss. Yeah, I know. For, it was only for like. 50 bucks as well but I'll go man this is my new strategy just keep winning small ones from all these um, you know little bets like that like with really low odds and just multi them together but yeah it's sort of not working I'm gonna say yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is my strategy and it doesn't work <laughs> yeah. they, they, yeah. it seems like every every week there's a new strategy there's a new strategy yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. it's the someday gambling. there'll be a successful one <laughs> yes. a, at the start of the podcast they had a couple I know. Well, I don't know yeah. how many. Well, I've, one. I've had 
two this year already. Yeah. And, and I had, had one Christmas Eve, remember, as well. That's right. So yeah. I have won so the three yeah, times. Pretty, yeah. So I'm just an expert, just saying. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... All right. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe one day soon. Maybe Cohen. Oh. Maybe. Um, yes. <laughs> no, I just go big. I like go big or go home, man. Hey. The three wins I had last year were all over three fifty yeah. each win. So I, I can't. Yeah. If I, if I see that the winnings is less than two hundred, I'm like, nah, not worth it. <laughs> what do you call it? Um, yeah, just keep chasing those losses, man. They can't run for it. It's a good one. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. You guys are deluded. Well, he's. <laughs> <laughs> All right, woo! It smells a bit funky up in here, guys. <laughs> you know what that means? It's James Harden's pants. No, it's garbage time. All right, it's your time to shine, Katie. Uh, I am garbage girl. I'm ready, a raccoon. You're ready to. No, you're a raccoon. She has rabies. <laughs> the. All right, so um, you are on Suicide Girls, and. What is that? Yes. So, Suicide Girls was originally invented to be a sort of platform for alternative girls, aka, you know, wild tattoos and funky hair colors and different, you know, outside of the typical, um, I say this, I guess you can't see me, but I am blonde and small, and I'm saying this is outside of the typical small blonde model thing. Um, Suicide Girls started in Portland as a way, basically, to glorify Portland strippers. It has since moved to uh, L.A. It's headquartered there. Um, I think it's been up and running for like 17 years now. It was a real great kind of start to, um, I don't know, showing alternative beauty and alternative models and making a sort of path in social media and culture um, for that. So that's pretty cool. Uh, you become a suicide girl through essentially mob approval um, or the owner approval, I guess, is what I hear these days. I don't know. Um, but you have photos on there showing you in various states of undress, not pornographic, um, but you, the requirement is that you start dressed, you end undressed, and that's just about it. It's a set of like 35 to 60 photos. People submit these sets, and if it wins set of the day, then you become a suicide girl. People that have tried to become or are, are hoping to become a suicide girl but have not had a set be bought or won are called hopefuls. When you become a suicide girl, it's called turning pink. There's all these fun terms. So I'm a suicide girl, and my name is Teeth because you have to come up with a suicide girl name. I went with teeth because I have a giant Jaws tattoo on my chest. And um, I think it is a great nod towards the film Teeth, where the woman has mm. teeth in her vagina. The JJ, yeah. Oh, shit. Have you seen that? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Guys, I, I'm guessing Herwin hasn't seen that movie. <laughs> uh, no, I, no, I haven't. I haven't. Uh, I was just saying it's great because the, the the Jaws, the shark, it's, you know, a very easy people are like, oh, that's why her name is Teeth. But also sometimes when Suicide Girls like post my photo on Facebook, there's always all these old men that are like, oh, Teeth, that name makes me want to stay away. And I'm like, that's the point. It's like being a puffer fish. You're like putting up these little like spiky flags and you're like, that's right. Don't come near me. Unapproachable. <laughs> um, 
I was reading somewhere that like also like they called it suicide girls because like posting yourself in that is like, like social suicide. Mm-hmm. I don't know how mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know if it started that way or not, but I think it was more of getting uh being modified, you know, with tattoos or piercings or whatever, which is, you know, the majority of suicide girls yeah. that that is it seems social um, suicide. Oh in my opinion though, like as we progress as a culture, it's less of a taboo now. So yeah, this, I so, agree. So like, um, but I think that they did have some role. I have my criticisms of them for sure, but I think that they've had a good role in normalizing yeah. alternative beauty. It might be that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. So yeah, because I'm look like you look at it now. I don't know how it was beforehand, honestly. Like, yeah, I only really looked at it since we shot our set. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know what what year was that? Like twenty seventeen, like maybe. Like a little and while that's ago. Since um, I've been on there. And I haven't looked at it since. Yeah. So. Um, but from my looking at it at that time, like it does seem, uh, I guess more professional looking and it doesn't, to me from looking at it, it didn't look like it went against a lot of beauty norms in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm being critical of it too, but, um, cause I'm looking at it, I'm like, oh, there's a lot more Caucasians on there oh, yeah. than there are people of color. Mm-hmm. So it's so traditional beauty norms towards, um, seems to steer towards Caucasians, yes, it seems. So it's kind of going agree. against what they initially were trying to do, if that is if that is what they were initially trying to do. I think that um, they want, like, the norms, but you're like, also, they have a tattoo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, they're white, but they also have a tattoo. So I, I have criticisms of it. And there was that thing where, uh, I guess when they, you, because when you do submit stuff, you're not getting paid for it. It's just... Unless they buy it. On the chance. Because yeah. you're putting it up for the possibility that maybe that you're going to get set of the day yeah. and you get paid. I don't know how much it is. Yeah. Um, and the photographer gets paid X amount as well. Yeah. So there's some... Well, yeah. I guess I have a lot of criticisms of it. But yeah, that's, it's, it's a gamble. Yeah. It's a bit of a gamble. Um, so they're getting all this content for... Nothing. Um, for nothing, essentially. Like probably 90% of the content. Maybe more than that. Yeah. Um, so I found that... I find that interesting. Um, and I think that they've just done that through, you know, developing their name and adding a bit of like clout to like, oh, you want to be a suicide girl, you know? People yeah, it's like a sign up for it willingly title you might get. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, the other thing I wanted to ask was, um, how did you get into not necessarily not the suicide girl thing, just more in terms of, um, posing nude for photos and stuff like that? Is it how did you start doing that? I started modeling in like 2011 and I think it just was, I think I had to, I think I had to become a little more okay with myself overall and myself and my career and being stable in that to be okay with it. And I shot with a traveling, I I had shot nude photos for workshops before um, which I feel like in Wisconsin, that's, you know, they're like, oh, if it's art, if it's a workshop and they're learning, that's okay. But if it's not, then it's very taboo. So moving to Portland, A, helps. B, um, I think surrounding yourself with a community that supports it, which I guess is along those same lines. Uh, you can just create a lot of really cool stuff and discover a lot of – there's so many, you know, different kinds of nude photos. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of people think – automatically that they're sexual in nature or erotic and that's not necessarily the case um 
I've really enjoyed nude modeling over the years because I feel like I've seen myself with tattoos, without tattoos, with short hair, with long hair, with dyed hair, um, 30 pounds heavier, 30 pounds less. And every single time I can look back and be like, yeah, I look great. I'm fine. And I think that it's a real appreciation. You know, you don't have this, I only love myself if I look like X, or I only think that I look good if I look like X. Um, Seeing all the different variations and having documentation of it, I think you kind of just learn like to be really okay with yourself in a way that I don't think um, it's really difficult to describe outside of that those parameters, um, but it's got a lot of great positive outcomes. Hmm. So what were you doing before, before you did this, um, suicide girls, like, um, like career wise and what made you kind of get into it? Like, were, were you poached or did you see someone or know someone that said, Hey, you'll be, you know, you should do this thing. You should be you naked know? on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so I'm actually um, an accountant full time and I do modeling as a side thing as I have the entire time. I've never uh, pursued modeling as a full time thing. And I uh, that is privilege of me to be able to do because, um, you know, not everyone has that ability. Mm -hmm. And as such, I think I've always been very picky with what I do for modeling and, um, you know, I have not ever been in a position where I'm like, I'll take whatever is offered to me. Um, Mm -hmm. And. Uh, I started modeling with um, – I had a just a friend that was like, oh, you'd be so great, blah, 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 blah. And I think that it, it all kind of rolled from there. I've just – I get approached or I see people's work that I like and I'll approach mm. them. Um, I know that it is not always that easy. There's a lot yeah. of – you know, networking is essential uh, even, mm. you know, if it's easy or not. And uh, – I think that social media is definitely – there's gripes to that, but it's definitely opened up uh, the accessibility for people to be able to get engaged with that sort of creative venture. Um, I was not on Instagram or into Instagram when I was in Wisconsin, and then I got here and had a, a bit of a learning curve that that's kind of a connection place for creative and creative communities. Um, mm. So that was a interesting thing to learn kind of – behind the curve to be honest like a lot of people every everybody was already on it and using it as a place to show their portfolio and i was like well oh yeah gotta figure that out and i think have done so reasonably well yeah cool let's say on because you because you're talking about social media like instagram in general has been very restrictive yeah yeah um, yeah definitely for content wise for that sort of content Mm. um have you found that you've been blocked a lot No, I have never even had a photo reported, but I'm very careful with, I only do like anything nude or whatever, uh, very carefully. And I am a minority. I don't know anybody else who has never had a, who does nude modeling and has never had a single photo reported. I've never had a single photo reported. I don't, nobody report me. Um, Please don't. Straight away. Yeah. Yeah. but, But because it's always like usually examined by bots. I, whenever I post anything nude, I make sure that like the three lines of photos beforehand at least are completely clothed because then if it scans for things, it's going to say the majority of this isn't and it's not going to, you know, flag your account um, because it's an outlier in what the rest of it is. Whereas if it's scanning for butts and it finds a billion butts, you know, you're more likely to, I think, face repercussions. 
So yes, I'm very lucky or very smart or a little bit of both. Because <laughs> I don't say like uh, our previous our previous guest uh, Mary, she got flagged. She gets flagged heaps. Yes, I know. So uh, everybody gets, does. Um, yeah, she's always she's always putting something on her story where she's like, oh, it's happening again, and then she caught because uh, it's either bots or it's like a specific. Like a like a something. person who keeps mm-hmm. flagging your shit. So, but when they flag um, it, it's examined by bots. So that's why I'm like, I might have gotten flagged before, but it's never had any response because the bots scanned my profile and been like, nothing here. Yeah, I don't. Well, I don't think what you have on there is too bad. Yeah, personally. Yeah. So, but then again, like, I'm careful. I'll say it's kind of funny with bots. Like, it could be a man's nipples mm-hmm. up there. But that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Because it's the dude's nipples. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's the chick's nipples. Oh, that's no go. Mm-hmm. It's attached to this boobage thing, and suddenly it's uh, you're in big trouble now. Yeah. So you're suddenly because you're a lady, mm-hmm. it's suddenly bad. I, I don't know. It's like, kind of funny. Like censorship is kind of funny in general. Um, There's someone just what, sitting what there recording everything. Sinner, sinner, yeah, what, what if you're a what if you're a guy with long hair and you're got man boobs? <laughs> 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 I mean, is that flag? Flag? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. we maybe How you should start looking. Work? Should we like look up the hashtag man boobs and see if there's other people that get flagged? This maybe could it could be. Issue. I don't know. Be interesting. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. We got to find a test subject for this. And then... <laughs> look up yeah. stoma selfies. I'm surprised those don't get reported. Look, What's actually, stoma? you're gonna stoma? hate. You're gonna just hate stoma, like for looking hole? it up. When you say stoma, yes, see, you know what it is. I know yeah. what a stoma is from science. Yes, that's what they are. Whole selfies. They're they're people that have like you know colostomy bags or something, and they take a selfie, so you can see the little like stoma, stoma selfie. Oh my god, those are allowed. Oh, he's looking it up. <laughs> <laughs> she just told you what it was, and you're gonna look it up. <laughs> I, I don't even want to look at that. I'm pr- I'm pretty. I guess like because of my old job, like I I see shit like that. It's just normal. It's just not that oh, it's disgusting. Yeah. yeah. Hey everyone, check out Stoma selfies. Hashtag. <laughs> that's so. That's and that's so. You're clearly looking that up. Then. Yeah. Well, I think I think <laughs> I I looked it up once. I've looked it up once. like I think no, once, I feel like and then I was like, "This is a bad idea." So um, if you look at her Google, it says recent searches say Stoma selfies. <laughs> 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 um. All right. Um. But yeah, like um, oh, I asked most of those questions. Oh, so you're on a battery packaging. As well, yes. that's one of your initial shoots. Yes. So you're not the only model out there, Herwin. Um, she's she's <laughs> she's she's on. A, I'm actually going to put this in the blog. She's been on a a battery. What do you know? What's a battery brand? It's Rayovac batteries. I'm actually in more of their ads, but it was just my hand holding a flashlight. So I have no idea where those are. So you're a you hand see, model. Well, yeah. and I have very you're large, and smarter unsightly. than the regular model, apparently. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Is your hand in a case, like in Zoolander? Yeah, no. Like I have very yeah. unsightly <laughs> hands, to be honest. They are my worst feature. So I think, honestly, if you saw it, you'd be like, that's a big, strong guy there holding a flashlight. None the wiser. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll put that up on that. I've also got like a few, like three pics from that set we made on the blog. Mm-hmm. So people can, uh, like a teaser for some people. Um, I do recommend you, if you want to check it out, you'd have to subscribe to the service. But um, yeah, despite my yeah. criticisms, yeah. my 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 um, come my... and support your favorite teeth. It's me, not the ones in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um, so did you did you know Noel before 
you um, worked together or collaborated? Um, we we met on in Cape Kowanda, uh, which on is on the Oregon coast. Yeah, yeah. she's on the Oregon coast, and I was actually shooting with another photographer friend mm. and Leslie, and she was. Just like, I, I mean, I don't remember how they came. I think maybe you took a picture of us standing there or something. And like, oh, no, yeah, no. I probably did. It was like far away. Yeah. But like I was, it was some meetup thing. Yeah. And I never go to these meetup things anymore. Me cause neither. Because they're full of shit. I'm <laughs> sorry. Yeah. They're all full of fake people. Um, But I did meet people like Katie out of it. So mm-hmm. uh, I yep. think I was walking past them and they were, was she was so shooting windy. her. And it was super windy. Her um, camera got ruined. Yeah. Um, It gets really, when it's windy and raining, on the coast it's like high cliffs and it gets really dangerous a lot of it's sandstone mm-hmm. uh, out yeah. there anyway there's actually a lot of um proper rocks out there um but yeah i think i was walking past them and like i started talking to them and mm-hmm. at some point later on though we didn't exchange details i think it was like through the the main group that we we the reason why we were there mm-hmm. they tagged her and then she I guess we contacted from there. I don't really remember that well, to be honest. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to remember um, and yeah. I'm kind of drawing a blank as far as that connection. Like Honestly, I feel well, like it's, a, it's been over like a year since I've seen you, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, it's so, been a billion, billion years. It's just like, oh, she might have something interesting to say on our podcast. I better text her. <laughs> I'm full of interesting things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was, that was a lead up to my next question, actually. Because yeah. was it awkward? Is it? More awkward or less awkward when you know the photographer or if you don't know the photographer for you? Um, I feel like it's less awkward because then you have more of a camaraderie already and you're not like trying to figure out how they work or how they shoot. There's like mm. – there's this one – I feel like anybody that knows him will know who I'm talking about. There's this one suicide girl staff photographer, not local to here, his travels, and he shoots – with both his eyes open at the same time. And it's he's a, a, an incredible photographer, a wonderful human, but it is the creepiest thing to look at someone and their eyes just floating off, you know, because you've got the camera up and it's just unfocused. Hi. So his eyes just wide open and just f- free floating. And it's like you don't want to look do you up. Mean, do you mean like he's – so the, he's, one of his eyes on the viewfinder. Yes, and, and the, the other one the other is just, just unfocused and just completely open. Weird. Yeah. I don't, I, don't, I don't know how I look when I shoot. I assume one of my other, my other eyes closed. So yeah, that's yeah well, happening. that's what like everybody does is they have one eye on the viewfinder and the other eye is closed yeah. so they can focus. But his closed, yeah. are just open and yeah. the, uh, the eye that's open that you can see is completely not focused and it just looks like it's like – you're like i want to make eye contact but that's wrong (laughs) Uh, uh, uh. look down the lens yeah not his his eye look down the lens but it's so hard to not because it's just so this dead eye floating i mean you probably tell me this guy's name later so i can see his work but yeah (laughs) because i'm curious now um that is kind of weird because then you kind of it's easy to focus with your one eye shut but i don't i don't really think about it i just shoot so that's yeah, try next time, though. yeah try <laughs> next time. yeah and then uh then that like a bird shits in my eye or something <laughs> it's like stupid like that it's like god what did i listen to <laughs> um I, I yeah i don't think yeah I, I agree with katie like it's if you know them you tend to not because you you because honestly I, there's I think, a lot of situations that could be awkward or, or, or yeah. you know if you if you ask someone to move or if they have if, if you don't have a sort of like established rapport it's not like it's mm. bad like things go mm. fine but like it's easier when you know how to how to communicate with the person yeah. mm. um the other yeah it's just like the other thing i would, like i think is important too like 
not necessarily important because you always work with people who aren't as experienced. But if they mm. tend to have more experience, then it's easier. Because it's, yeah. like, it's like because um, sometimes a lot of the time actually, a lot of the poses are not natural. So they they tend, but they look better on once on the once you take the shot. But you normally wouldn't lay like that, or you normally wouldn't twist your back that way. It just mm. accentuates things better. Um, yeah. But a lot of the times when you're new, you don't know that. So you tell them and you got to convince them. But at the same time, they don't know you. So you're kind of like, I'm convincing you to do this, but because it opens up like your hips more or something. And um, mm. But they don't know that. So they'll be standoffish against your direction. So um, yeah. so actually knowing someone. No. Yeah. So knowing someone does help, but it doesn't, in the end, it doesn't really matter because you're still trying to achieve the same goal. And if the results of the are still good, then it doesn't really matter what happens at the time. Mm. It's just more of an easier thing to deal with at the time it's yeah. comfortable i think the first time i shot you nude was at your house yeah so, yeah i think so um and that was fine i think we just talked about shit the whole time and my I dog pressed, kept coming into the frame and a dog get, get, get getting in the way he, <laughs> so, he's like i am the star <laughs> yeah um but then uh the, the, but it that felt like a more home thing so I, inco- I actually incorporated her dog in it anyway mm-hmm. so but yeah um yeah i think it's it helps, um, if anything. Yeah. So when you first started out um, doing these kind of shoots, were you have you ever worked with a photographer and he or she is saying to do, you know, certain poses where you were like, nah, not going to do that? Or, you know, like when was it that you felt comfortable, like when they say, oh, you know, take your top off or take this off and that or were you just like oh yeah I think cool. it's always it's I think it's almost always vol- it's always volunteered or agreed upon ahead of time um I, d- yeah. I I do recall one shoot when I first started modeling where he's like oh well let's do topless ones and I was like nah and that's the whole thing you always I mean there's definitely a level where people can be coercive but I'm pretty if I don't want to do something I'm not gonna do it um yeah and and that's not to say that, you know, people still do stuff that they don't want to do because they feel like they should, which you should never mm. feel like that. If there's ever if there's any models listening, don't ever let somebody tell you what to do. But generally, like I, I think the people that I work with, that's usually something that's reviewed uh, ahead of time, like this is mm. what I'm okay with, this is what I'm not, and this is, yep. you know, um an idea of what you'd want to be shooting. And I think that especially if you're shooting things like nudes, that's an important thing to review. Mm. Um, some people like, you know, don't want to show certain areas or uh, are, are only comfortable with certain poses. And especially with nudity, that's an important, um, you know, boundary to discuss ahead of time um, so that you don't – neither you end up like wasting your time um, and or running into uncomfortable situations. Yeah, right. And with um, Suicide Girls, like obviously that's your platform now. Mm-hmm. What's the next? Is there is there like a next step up? Like, I don't know. I, I can only think of like Playboy, Maxim, those kind of stuff. Like, you know, what's what's next? Um, I don't know. I, um, you know, I'm I'm a little bit of a hobbyist model, so I, I I'm with an agency. I do like doing commercial stuff every now and then. Um, yep. I feel like I'm not the I feel like I'm probably not the Playboy or other or Maxim type of not uh-huh. not me my I I don't know my body type is not the preferred 
um, one. My boobs are very small, okay? Um, <laughs> which I'm fine with, but <laughs> just to cut to the chase there, <laughs> I, I don't foresee a major publication being like, check out those tiny turtles, like get on into yeah. our, uh, our fold out. Um, check, talking check like it's like, <laughs> check, out check, out teeth. check out those teeth. <laughs> it's just, it distracts you from the, yeah. The yeah. <laughs> nah, I'm sure they're fine. Everybody, everybody's like, beautiful. yeah, I know. That's the thing where like, I'm fine with it, but like, mm. just, there are still trends in mainstream media that yeah. like, I would be remiss to not mention or be aware of. Yeah. 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 Um, so the other thing, like, cause I asked this with Mary on our previous podcast, um, is because a lot of the times you're getting reached out, you re- people are reaching out to you to shoot, and mm-hmm. obviously you're going to run into some creepers and stuff. So, um, has that been something that you had to deal with a lot of? Or I haven't had any in person, but I feel like I'm very fielding for people that I work with, and I'm also very quick to call people out if I don't think that the conversation is going well. Like I try to have conversations with people that I want to shoot with. And if there are mm-hmm. literally any red flags at all, I've even had it where I second guessed myself because I thought, yeah, like this person didn't say something specific that made me think I don't want to shoot with them. But the overall conversation made me feel like, yeah, I didn't do it. And then, you know, comes out later that they're uh, had all these sexual assault cases and stuff. So I basically go with my gut no matter what. Um, mm. and that I go through a number of things. I try to see who they've shot with, if they've shot with people that I know, if they've shot with people that I trust, if they're mm. working with, you know, commercial clients or other clients that there's a sense of accountability. They're not just, you know, some, a freelancer that is not associated with anybody or anything and could drop off the face of the earth, you know, mm. if they had backlash or something, um, yep. you know, how long have they been doing this? Um, how do they, do they have a professional tone of voice? Uh, one of the things that I feel like this sounds harsh, but when someone approaches me and reaches out by just saying, when are we shooting? Automatic no. Too assumptive. Don't care. Like, like there are just things that are, yeah. Yeah. Cause I think it's rude. It's, yeah. it's like, ask me if I want to shoot with you, not when are you committing your time to me? Like, I got stuff to do. You can ask me and I'll think about it, not when are we shooting. I like like that's literally the the the, the first message is when are we shooting? I don't respond to that. <laughs> I'll just stack onto yeah, that. Right. The one I get is like um very presumptive too. There's like uh when are we shooting? And then and then I'm like then then they start telling me how much it costs for the for me to shoot them. You're I'm like, like are you, you kidding me? You reached out to me, yeah. <laughs> but I don't. I don't. I just stop. I just don't talk to them after that. I just block them. Yeah. Um. Yes, but well, let's move on from nudity Ooh. and on to uh, tiny houses. So, um, what what is a tiny house, Katie? Yeah. Uh, what is ex- that? Explain tiny that to house. us. I think a tiny house. The general definition is a structure under four hundred square feet. Um. And mine is 330, including the lofts. Mine is built on a trailer, so it is a tiny house on wheels, T-H-O-W, a thou. Um, and those are pretty common uh, because they are more common rather than structures that are not on wheels, tiny houses that are not on wheels, because the legality of them is easier. If it's movable, then 
you can't enforce it as a structure, as a permanent structure, because there's a lot of um, legal legal requirements for permanent structures. There are a lot less for ones that are movable. So you put it on wheels, the law doesn't apply. <laughs> I mean, it still does to some degrees, but mm. that's so why a lot of them yeah. are on wheels. They've got all got wheels. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. exactly it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. that's the reason. And also you're able to, I think, a lot of people that build or live in tiny houses enjoy the flexibility of being able to move to a different place too. Um, personally, I, I, moving my house is a nightmare. So I like to stay put a little bit. Mine's just really huge and really heavy and is a huge pain to move. So I'm happy to just sit with it, but I can move it around. <laughs> so like, um, because it's small, like because mm-hmm. there's a big movement across the United States, is mm-hmm. it? So why are people doing this? Um, it's a way to own something, um, you know, and not have uh, amid like Portland's housing bubble. I actually bought mine when I was deciding whether to buy a house or condo in Portland. It felt like a really bloated market, um, mm-hmm. and I came across tiny houses, mm-hmm. and I did the math, and I was like, this would be a good financial decision if I lived in it for at least three years, which I have now to save on rent um, and cost of living, which is really nice. I just spend so little on rent that, you know, especially comparatively for the city um, and yet have my own space that I own and can do whatever I want with. Um, Mm. And I also really like living in the woods. And so I've lived in sort of uh, rural areas uh, since I've lived in my tiny house. I'm on my third spot in – over three years, the last spot I lived in for just a few months. So hopefully this one's greater. Um, and uh, it's it's just really nice to have that sort of flexibility and ownership um, yeah. while also having less overhead. Yeah, so there's um, – sorry, were you saying something? Oh, I was going to say, how do, you, how do you relocate your houses? Is this something that you just jump in your – car or a truck and you move it yourself or do you get someone else to do it no she drives a mini (laughs) i drive a mini (laughs) um okay there you go so So how do you how do you move your house i hire a commercial mover um one of the big reasons for using a commercial mover is because most tiny house insurances do not Mm -hmm. cover the house while it's in motion there are plans that can cover it while it's in motion but for people that don't move a lot the, you, yep. you get a plan that covers it, but not while it's in motion because it's just a lot yep. more expensive. So I yep. go with a commercial mover who is has commercial insurance. So if something happens, yep. I'm not, you know, totally screwed. Mm-hmm. Um, and also because it's just very heavy. It weighs over mm. 15,000 pounds. So I have to have yep. a, a, a good, like a Toyota Tacoma with a towing package maxes out, I think, at like 6,500 or 7,500 pounds. So you need like a big dually or... Uh, you know, semi front or something to pull it. Because four hundred square feet—that's mm-hmm. thirty, thirty-seven to thirty-eight square meters. Mm-hmm. Is, are you are you in that tiny house yourself, or do you share it with people? Oh no, okay. I live in it just myself, and I used to live okay. in it um, with my ex. I got it with my ex, who we were together for a pretty long time, like five years. And we both kind of joke that it was like a, there were already some relationship issues. And then when you share a very small space with someone mm. that you might have issued with, it they, they become big issues really fast. Um, yep. And so I always recommend people when they're like, oh, me and my boyfriend are going to move into a tiny house. I'm like, make sure 
you go through <laughs> every possible beef you have with each other before you move in to a very small space because you're not going to have privacy anymore. You, you guys are going yeah. to good terms now. Though. Yeah, yeah, we're on good terms. I actually had a lot of uh, moving issues with this last move, and so I was staying with him for like ugh, over a month, um, and it was all yeah, right. fine and dandy, so, so that's good. The reason why I bring so that up they- is um, that... That guy is the the next guest on next week's podcast. Oh. Oh. <laughs> He's actually into basketball. He was the, all excited. Yeah, He's like, so I'm going to he... read up and make sure I'm on top of things. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to show up and talk about my butt. Yeah. <laughs> you actually talked about your boobs more than your butt, yeah. I think. <laughs> so, yeah, so the reason why I was, yeah, I brought it up because Dan, Dan's, Dan's the guy with no belly button. Yeah, but no belly button. No belly button. Wonder why. Yeah. We'll find out next week. Um, <laughs> sorry, you were going to so, ask a question. With these, yeah, with these houses, they look like, they're all ex shipping ta- shipping containers. Is yeah. that or is it like are they freshly made? Like, there's you a know, lot are of, they like? There's a big trend for shipping containers lately, for sure. Yeah. I've seen that rise. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mine is not. Mine was a uh, built structure. Mine was built by an electrician um, who his wife is a doctor, or I- I'm pretty sure she was a doctor. She was something that she was in, uh, you know, school for a million mm. years for. And he built it as a way to combat cost of living in Washington um, with as well as combat student loan debt. However, uh, she got her dream job offer in Nevada right when she graduated. In Nevada, the cost of living is very low. So they sold it without ever having lived in it. Um, I bought it and it was like 90% complete. I still had to get a shower installed and stuff. But it was it's it was a great find. Really, they, they he did a really good job. I think bec- not cutting any corners because they were planning on living in it. Because I I feel like when I hear complaints, it's you know cutting corners. And if you're going mm. to live in it, you probably don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. So what's, that. what's it made of? What's what's your house made of? Like, um, it's it- made of um, I like has some metal and wood in the frame. Um, it's okay. got shiplap pine inside, and uh, I believe it's pine on the outside as well. But okay. I don't know. Pine's very soft. Um, mm. A lot of wood um, and insulation and everything. I, you know, I have all the plans from the when he was building it, the SketchUp yep. plans and everything. But I, you know, did not actually no, build it. So yeah, it's full of <laughs> materials. Construction yeah. ones. Construction What's it made ones? of? It's made of a house. It's, it's made of building materials. Um, Timber. I was going yeah. to ask. Um, so utilities, um, because you're always moving around. Does that make? Is yeah. it difficult to have things like water, like plumbing, electrical, um, mm. internet? Well, like um, electrical is pretty straightforward. I can plug into a thirty or fifty amp. Um, I've got a plug with a converter on it. So that's reasonably easy. Um, With water, my most recent place was hooked up to irrigation line water, which was disgusting. Mm -hmm. Never do that to somebody who wants to live somewhere. Irrigation line Mm -hmm. water is not the same as drinking water. She was showing me pictures Mm -hmm. before. They're all, it's all brown. It was like thick brown. brown. Foamy at the top. You can't shower. Because my house now has, um, so the toilets and the, is that, I think it might be the laundry uses because it's like two lines of water. One's like from an irrigation plant, like the recycled water. And then the other one, and then obviously for like the shower and whatnot, and that's just regular. So you got. Oh, come two, on, Joe. You have yeah. like a double story house, which is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's just, it's funny because yeah, we got, we got two. 
through and I go, oh man, I don't, you, you have to be careful what tap you're, you're opening, especially because outside you got the, a purple, the purple tap and the normal tap and the purple tap is the recycled water. So yeah. Ooh, yeah. Can't well, drink that one. One of the exciting yeah. things on my house too is um, it does not produce any sewage because it has an incinerating toilet. Oh yeah, I was going to get to that. She got a really, oh, interesting, she got a really interesting toilet. Yeah. So, I, I used the one. <laughs> it's pretty exciting. Yeah. You have you a, like a wax it. liner. And you fold it up and put it in the bowl, which is like a reasonably normal looking toilet bowl. It's a little bit think, deeper for like sure. A, not really a coffee filter. I guess. It's kind yeah, of, it's kind of like a giant coffee filter, but you drop it in the toilet. Yeah, so. and it, but it's like made out of wax paper, um, but special wax paper that burns at a really high temperature, um, so that it. And then you you go to the bathroom and then you flush it, which is just the bottom of the toilet opens up and drops that paper liner down into the incinerator below. And then you push a button to start the incinerator and it burns up everything into a sterile ash that you empty out the ashtray like every two weeks. And it's just, you oh, know, wow. nice. nothing. it's so much easier to deal with um, than, I don't know, regular toilets or composting toilets. You just push a button. Ba-jam. I actually thought of it now, but like um, disposing of the ash, is it? Just fine in a regular it's, garbage. I, yeah, I just throw it in the garbage, but I think literally you could sprinkle it into the wind. It's the same kind of ash that, you know, dead body. I thought it would be really funny to put it in an urn and be like, these are somebody's ashes. And it's just... Because <laughs> you're sick. Poop. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, <laughs> but you can put it in regular garbage because I guess it's destroyed. Yeah, like, yeah, it's uh, totally sterile the at the that bad, point. It's just stuff. powder. So these um, wax paper things, do you buy them like every... Oh, yeah, what if that? you run like, out? Yeah, um, I ran out once. <laughs> deuces uh, ran out once and had to just like literally used wax paper, but it does not burn as well as these oh, like specific your, ones. Like the, yeah, like kitchen stuff. Yeah, literally just oh and, yeah. and it was only like a day or two, so it was not a huge <laughs> deal. Um, but these things are from and and paying rush on them, they're very heavy, and it's one company in Texas that makes them. Like you can't find them anywhere else. I tried. I looked all over. Um, uh, so are they expensive? They're not crazy. I think a thousand liners was like, I want to say between thirty six and fifty dollars. I can't remember what it was with shipping because I because I'm like, uh, how many dumps do you take a day? Yeah, a thousand. But like, <laughs> if but how many do you take in your home? Too, That's a like, year's if worth. You work, yeah. yeah, or your other <laughs> Two places, years you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's that's. I know that's uh, that's probably the since I went there. That's probably the most interesting thing. In her tiny tiny house was a toilet. <laughs> I thought anyway. It's pretty cool. <laughs> Although the, my my issue with the place is like like I'm I, mean, I, don't, I wouldn't say I'm a shy pooper or anything. It's just more like you're there and it like the kitchen is not that far away and you're like <laughs> I feel and like, like everybody if everyone's there you're, you're kind of like you well can't hear can you it. hear me like uh, I don't know because I even pooper, think like, that I even think that when there's people there I'm like oh I'm gonna go to the bathroom they can hear me but I've and, never oh. even heard people <laughs> well the other go to the bathroom in my house other than other than sound there's also the smell <laughs> so there's like, it goes outside <laughs> huh? mostly it goes outside for yeah. the most part it smells like a little burny but not like burning excrement right. it just smells like oh you might have had a barbecue an hour ago it's just you know <laughs> lingering. Smokiness. Interesting. <laughs> uh, the other thing you mentioned too was uh, insurance. So, is it hard mm. to get insurance for a place like that? Um, it's mm. it's a it's a constantly changing landscape. Thanks for asking that question, Noel. There's a lot of new insurance options, and um, so, yes. a lot of yes, <laughs> a lot of people are getting like RVIA <laughs> certification so that they can be like, this was 
built by someone who knows how to RVs should work. Like there's like these hmm. kind of I don't want to say dumb because they serve a purpose, but these certifications that you can get and by get, I say basically buy, like get somebody to sign off and be like, yes, this meets all of the right requirements that I just made up. Um, mm. And then it's easier to insure. Um, I think it's almost the same as having like a general contractor license where not all general contractors are good and know what they're doing. But if you have a license, mm. that means something. And that's, I think, yeah. the same sort of. Uh, licensing usefulness in uh, tiny house certifications and everything. You did mention that before you lived there with your um, ex-partner. Mm-hmm. So if you if you and your partner were to get a bigger place, is, can you go bigger than 400 square feet? Well, then it's not, of- there's yeah. like park model ones. Um, the biggest yep. thing is that it requires all these extra permits and stuff to move. Um, Uh, so my house is 13 feet and 10 inches high and it's 8.25 feet wide. If it is, uh, larger than 8.25 feet, you have to have a special permit to have it on the roads at all. Like you have to go to the state and say, Hey, I'm going to be moving my house from point A to point B. I need a travel permit. So it becomes a little more complicated. It's not impossible, Uh, but it becomes a little more complicated. And, um, it can't be higher than what well, can be, but you'll run into issues. The general limit for height is 14 feet. Like the bridges are 14 feet. So I'm right under the limit. Um, and so, yes, you can go bigger, but it does come with additional complications. 14 feet. I'm trying to find out what 14 feet is. Like okay. a basketball ring and a little bit higher than that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's all. Yeah, so Compare it to basketball. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they go, so from based on like that stuff, would you guys – consider living in a tiny home uh, i've i was actually interested in like when obviously my wife and i were containers. building containers yeah mm. oh, um, like yeah. one Tree container are you thinking like several containers oh several containers like couple yeah. like joined together like all yeah. stacked well, joe johan's a baller so he'll have at least uh, no. 10 they stacked no. and, and my brother-in-law works for um costco shipping with all the shipping oh, containers oh. yeah so hey joel Give me some containers. Hey, man, you got any spare containers lying around? <laughs> uh, I was going to say. Because the whole prefab, prefab sort of design stuff were um, quite big. Um, yeah. When I was studying uni, um, there was a guy named Andrew. I think his name was Andrew Maynard. Um, he was a Melbourne architect. And he kind of, um, you know, into this whole sustainability and recycling, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. So it was using shipping containers and making it modular, a modular sort mm. of housing systems. So um, that was quite big. So I studied that a fair bit. And, um, you know, it, it's it's interesting because um, you can sort of start using that and then um, making that as per room and then you start mm-hmm. joining it up and make different shapes and go up vertically or kind of long as well. So mm-hmm. it is definitely an interesting thing. And if you're saying you can just sort of change your landscape, you know, every so often, that's kind of cool when you're saving on, you know, electricity and, mm. well, not so much water, but electricity bill. So, mm-hmm. so I just bills in general. So, so, you, so yeah. you guys would try it in a round. Oh, oh definitely. In a yeah. round, round of if there's, if, there's, if there's points, like how would you like? Where can you connect though? Like, is there is there ports like different cities that have different um, plug-in system where you can connect your tiny house? Um, you or? have to build it, but I mean, most houses that have like a normal electric meter. 
there's a 30 yeah. amp connection mm -hmm. that's like normal because yeah. a lot of like shop equipment or things where you would go to where you would connect it to a garage that will run mm -hmm. off of 30 amps so it's a pretty mm -hmm. common that's why i got the converter on it so it's yeah. reasonably easy i mean when i had an electrician come out and set mine up it took him like 10 minutes because you just add a you just put in the plug put in the wire i can mm -hmm. plug in my house yeah. um it like i i don't know how to do that because i don't want to pull apart wires and be like I, already, I electrocuted myself when he was out there and I had no reason. He's like, will you go unplug the plug after I turn it off? And the after I turn it off part was like over my head. And I just grabbed it and got super zapped. And he's like, after I turn it off. <laughs> so so, so this, this is the thing though, like where you said you've moved three times, like mm -hmm. is your house sort of more in a sort of, I guess, uh, an estate or? Because I would picture myself like kind of having it, say, by the beach, like waterfront views or like mm -hmm. in a rainforest somewhere, like it's really isolated. Like is there is there anywhere to plug in is sort of what I'm trying to well, get at. Well, they have that. to create it. I mean, the, so the oh, first okay. three years I was living in this like 40-acre uh, apple orchard that was just beautiful. I loved it yeah. out there. And yeah. um, the landlord had just done the electrical work. Because when people also know that they can make money, you know, like – it's it's I think a little bit more motivating to put in the work to just put in that plug because yep. you know then you can collect for as long as someone's there, um, mm. and so all places that I've been are those plugs had to be added and installed. Um, they're not something that's just naturally <laughs> like grows like trees. Tiny yeah. house plugins, you know, but they're not something that would be so on a normal property. Okay, so strategically, what like how would you move to your next place? Did you drive around and go oh that's that's a cool place i'm just going to move there next well week. it's a it's, you gotta have somebody that has the land and that wants to rent it to you there's definitely yep. more demand than there is supply so for all these places mm. i found them on craigslist just going through craigslist for weeks or months oh. at a time trying to find somebody that is advertising that they have uh, land for lease um, I've yeah. even reached out to people where, like, I saw that someone was leasing their barn, and I was like, "Hey, if you need a land caretaker, um, and you have this kind of plug-in, which a lot of a lot of like farms do already have that plug set up because it's used for farm equipment or irrigation or whatever. Like, there, it, it's more common to find it that it's already there on farms. Um, so then they're like, you don't have to do anything besides make maybe throw down some gravel or whatever. Um, and so it just – it takes a lot of, like, searching. That's – that's at least here for sure, there's more um, demand than there is supply. So, like, there'll be – if there's a good spot, someone will get it pretty quick. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Got it. Got it. Because I've seen the other ones um, – because I don't know they have solar panels on their roofs, so they mm -hmm. might be able to get away with getting Yeah, off the if grid, you're off-grid. So. But, yeah. but it's so cloudy here too. Yeah, I think it'd be right. really – I have, like, solar-powered lights outside, and they're barely on because it just doesn't get enough sun. It's like over – well – Lately, it's been sunny for some reason, but yeah. um, I don't expect that to last. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the thing about the Northwest. Um, but yeah, so I'm under the impression that Herwin has to go. So. Yeah, <laughs> I have to. No, 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 but you guys keep going. Um, I don't know, we're, we're, we're moving on to the two-hour mark, so. Oh, yeah. Um, I, got, I got a question, though. One, all right, one, yeah, sorry. One. Yeah. Okay. No, you got to stay until when you can't no, go now. No, no, no. No, 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 no this, this is just. No, this no, is, no, no, yeah. not allowed. That's so it. Just, that time's up. <laughs> Um, quick one. What hurt? What hurt more for you, shading or outline? Oh, for, for the shark. For the shark. 
Oh, it, oh, like, the yeah. shading for sure. Is that a so, tiny house? <laughs> yeah, I was like, um, the shading for sure yeah. because it's like very dark black yeah. and the the line of the you shark's shark? mouth. Okay. Sorry, no, no, oh, yeah. no, no, no pressure. <laughs> like I'm just told you the shark. Like, ah, uh, um, it's like right yeah. along my rib. So line. when you say shading, oh, I don't have to describe yeah. this. You mean the shading, like this is shading? Yeah, like yeah. all the dark, yeah. the dark in the mouth. So the dark part of the mouth hurt the most. Yeah. When you have the outline, it's a very thin needle, or it's like one. But when you have the shader, it's like multiple a needles. Yeah, and they're just a bunch. <laughs> and initially, for me, the outline hurt. But then a lot of when I got to the shading, to me, so I, I know a lot of people. Like one of my mates, his whole body's covered, mm-hmm. and he now goes, "Nah, man, outline for arms. sure." And I'm like, "Nah, I'm I'm shade shader kills me. Like I hate mm-hmm. the shader so much." Yeah. And he goes, "Man, you're the only one." that thinks the shader hurts the most and now i know that i'm not the only one i feel like (laughs) yeah i i don't i i bring it back to that guy yeah yeah (laughs) i have a bunch of tattoos and i don't think i've ever preferred the shader (laughs) oh the shader's horrible yeah good I thought I was the only one. Yeah, no, you're the right. <laughs> Tell him. Be like, look, so yeah, a Haitian, suicide girl with a bunch of tattoos told me that I was yeah. right. Look at so. it. Look at it. <laughs> Eat it. <laughs> we agree, don't we? No, the shade. Yeah, yeah. I, thought you're talking, I thought you were talking about like something like the like a, there's like some kind of shading thing, like a shade for wow. the tiny house yeah, yeah. Like, or the, the frame <laughs> of the house. I clearly no, have no that, that was it. That was a quick one. <laughs> Made. Tattoo theory. That's it for this episode. Uh, Don't forget to tap that follow button on Instagram at Courtside Theory. Leave us some five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts and also subscribe to us on YouTube where we have some full episodes and nice animations. Uh, I assume Johan's recorded the video. So we we can throw up some bonus video as well. Um, Drop us an email with any questions, garbage time recommendations, or if you'd like to join us on the podcast like Katie here, email email us at courtsidetheory at gmail.com. Uh, thanks for coming in to chat with us, Katie. No problem. Um, she turned into an old lady. Um, yeah. So, so got you got any shameless plugs you want to make? If you want to look at my tiny house, it is. I do have an Instagram for it, just for okay. background information. It's tiny mini sweet, um, spelled exactly how it sounds. Tiny mini at tiny, tiny mini, mini. Yep. sweet. Yep. Um, and. Uh, you can also oh, this is okay yeah, um, you can also follow her on Instagram at FK E-F-F-K-A-T-E and uh, check her out on Suicide Girls under the name Teeth um, I left a link to her set shot uh, by yours truly on our website at courtsidetheory.com slash blog there's also the three teaser shots I mentioned earlier on there for your viewing pleasure uh, speaking of pleasure Johan and Herwin it's a pleasure as always Um, Until next week, everybody. Thanks for listening. And remember, according to the Center of Disease Control here in the States, (laughs) wash your hands regularly with soap for at least 20 seconds, and if you cough, cover your bloody mouth with the inside of your elbow. (laughs) This should be common knowledge already, to be honest. (laughs) And of course, be kind to one another out there. Peace. Peace. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah right, guys. Right, right, nice right. to meet you. It was good to meet you too. Nice to meet you. Thank you, new friends. Thanks. On the other side of the <laughs> earth. <laughs> yeah.